I'm your host, Kaylee, and this is Rebel Wellness. Hello, welcome back to yet another episode of Rebel Wellness. I am your host, Kaylee. Other people might know me as Coach Kales. I'm a multi-certified wellness and fitness professional here on the West Coast. And today's episode, we are going to focus on some of the tips and tricks that I have kind of found that help myself and help a lot of my clients throughout their brand new or restarted fitness journey, specifically gym-oriented for this chat. So I really found that it's a little bit taken for granted by those of us who have a lot of experience in the gym, the things that are unspoken gym etiquette, general understandings, and honestly just some good advice on how I have learned to better approach scenarios that you are most likely going to come across at least one time in your gym going experience. So the desire of this chat is that you come out of this a little more confident and with skills from a seasoned gym goer in your back pocket so that you can kind of go into the gym a little more confidently and know, oh, this is what Kaylee was talking about. And here's how I can deal with it a little bit better versus like my instinct, perhaps, because I get conversations and texts all the time about what do I do with this situation or kind of venting about a scenario that happens. And that's totally normal. So I found it kind of important to talk about this stuff so that you can have a different perspective and be a little more prepared on what people should know. And maybe what you should know is kind of general etiquette at the gym, as well as spearheading some of the stereotypes that we do face, especially because this is a little more female oriented, especially as females in the gym space. All right, so this little nugget today is going to be about my favorite tips for being a female in the gym for the first time or going back to the gym and actually feeling like you want to explore the weight training area I wholly support and hope you do because it will change your life. So don't be afraid to veer away from the cardio after you do a little warm up and go explore the weight area. So that is my first tip. Weights are going to change your body more positively than any amount of cardio ever. Hands down, always going to be the best investment of your time at a gym. You can do cardio anywhere else, unless you're like in the Pacific Northwest or somewhere where it rains a lot and it's really uncomfortable to go out most months of the year, which I totally understand. I lived up there for seven years, almost in Portland, Oregon, having uh, the cardio machines widely available at the gyms there was great for that. I would say most of my time up there, most of my cardio was hiking outside. I got used to hiking in the rain. You just quote unquote, get the gear and it's fine. But for anybody else, if you live somewhere where the weather does permit you to do cardio outside, like walking, hiking, if you're a jogger or runner, rather bike, highly recommend you keep your cardio as actually doing it outdoors because there's a lot of benefits also from getting sunshine and fresh air and actually having to propel yourself forward. Whereas with cardio machines, you don't, you just kind of do a motion over and over again, suspended on a machine. So not my favorite type of cardio besides the Stairmaster (laughs) or the Versa Climber. Those are hard to find oftentimes, or a lot of people just absolutely hate them. So if you can do the weights and start doing resistance training 
That is my best tip I could ever give you is swan dive into that this year and it will change your life. My next tip is that you don't follow random fitness routines you see on Instagram or something like that. Or if there is a non-qualified, like doesn't have any of her professional qualifications on her page or her website, do not follow her fitness programming. There's a good chance it's extremely generic. It was probably made for her when she was preparing for that one bodybuilding competition that got her all of this clout. They are not really trained in gen pop bodies. Most people land in the general population category, and therefore there's a whole bunch of different unique situations that get ignored when you follow just one Instagram Fit Chicks program. There's so many things I've seen when clients have shared with me old programming they paid for online and are following or even from the past when I've purchased some fitness chicks programming to kind of see what they're doing. It's a little cringy. It's actually kind of a lot of cringy. A lot of times it's a lot of sets and a lot of reps and that's just unnecessary. So, and it honestly will usually burn you out. So I would say my other next tip is going to be do not follow random internet fit chicks programming. You will do a lot better to pay a more qualified professional. I do programming for clients, uh, coachbykales.com. And I also have my own app where I can program people. I am taking programming only clients. If that is something that you are looking for, reach out to me. However, there's also just a ton of other more qualified people uh, who have really fantastic programming to follow with lots of good instruction, like Stephanie Buttermore is somebody as well, or Jeff Nippert, her boyfriend, etc. Those are two people I totally trust and they do great programming as well. If you want to follow like a guide versus customized programming, like I do more customized programming for clients. That's my best advice in that zone. Also, I would say it is really important to invest in a personal trainer for at least several sessions. Don't go into thinking of personal trainers as you wanting them to kick your butt and make you lose weight necessarily. Some people will be like, well, why else would I get a trainer for? Here's what you could use a trainer for if you don't have the money to invest in long-term training because there's nothing a trainer can do for you in three sessions or so that is anything effective for a fat loss goal, okay? You're going to have to invest in a trainer for at least a year to see really good progress, maybe half a year, depending on the quality of the trainer and your discipline or adherence to their program. But what you can do to get the most bang for your buck and feel a little more confident in the gym is sign up with a personal trainer and really ask them to really help you nail down the foundation techniques for a lot of the compound movements, such as squats, deadlifts, pull-ups, push-ups, you know, a lot of those big compound free weight motions and exercises. And once you can get those movement patterns nailed in, at least mostly, you'll do a lot better to follow your own workouts thereafter. Um, it's really common for people to sign up for like a short-term thing with trainers, ask them to make them programming. Sometimes those people fall off. That happens. 
But again, if you at least can pay for an in-person trainer for a few sessions to teach you the foundational techniques, you can then move forward with paying for somebody to make you good programming that changes every few months and feel a little bit more confident and connected to the gym. I would say if you find somebody who's changing your programming every month, odds are the programming isn't very well made because your body actually doesn't need to be quote unquote shocked by new exercises all the time. You really should be like most of my clients are on at least eight week programs and then we change them. I don't change them monthly because, um, That's a little bit overkill and it's not going to be productive with your actual goals for seeing good results, in my opinion, from my experience over the last decade. Okay, now, so reorienting more towards female-focused tips in the gym, I would say a really important thing to do is not be afraid to challenge yourself to lift heavier. And this can just look like finally putting the 15-pound weight down and grabbing the 20-pound weight and trying to rows. I've had so many clients not even realize that they could row 40 or 50-pound dumbbells like eight weeks into weightlifting together that they never would have picked up those weights on their own. They would have probably just been like, I'm pretty good with the 20, you know, something like that. So I always recommend try two and a half to five pounds more every other week or every next week and See if you can push yourself there. You can always just do your first set heavier and then go back to the weight that you're comfortable with, but you need to push yourself out of your comfort zone because the the whole thing, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you is true for weightlifting. You have to put yourself in that position to really challenge your muscles and you will not get all big and bulky. We do not have enough testosterone in our bodies to get that way. Physique competitors look the way they do because they tend to usually take testosterone supplements or uh, steroids and things like that that will adjust the ratio of testosterone in their body so they can maintain a really muscular physique. That's usually why you see a hardened jaw and more narrow hips on a lot of those body types. They are not the average female's hormone profile. So needless to say, do not be afraid of becoming bulky from weightlifting and especially not from lifting heavier. Some gym etiquette things as a female. Uh, First thing I will say is always take up your space. Never feel like you have to hide in a corner. Never like shy away and give away some of your equipment just because some dude comes over and takes it from you, okay? Hold your space. Teach other people in the gym to treat you equally because they need to get familiar. And at this point, most males are familiar with females in the gym now, especially in the weightlifting. Fortunately, ever since, uh, I would say I've seen a huger shift since like 2014 until now with younger females in the weightlifting zone, which is amazing and awesome. So it's not weird and unusual. Oftentimes, yes, they're going to kind of stare at you, especially if you're wearing your cute pink shorts or something like that. That is part of it, unfortunately. Um, Not a lot we can change about it from just the way that guys are visually interested in things a lot more than females, unfortunately. So, um, well, not always, unfortunately, but 
in the sense of feeling like a little bit uncomfortable. I totally hear you, been there many times, but my best advice for that as well is if you find somebody staring at you or looking at you weird at the gym, if you see them in the mirror behind you looking at you, I honestly, I turn around and face them and still continue my sets and weights. And they tend to feel more awkward by you facing them and them staring at you that they tend to stop and like leave the area. Um, That's something I tend to do with deadlifts, especially because they're kind of a vulnerable hinge bend over position in in the rack. More often than not, I completely turn around in the rack and I'm facing everybody behind me because they're always facing, squat racks are usually always facing a mirror. So I like to face the other way because I already know my form is okay. (laughs) So if you start to get pretty comfortable with your form, but you feel like really awkward, kind of mooning the whole rest of the gym, don't feel afraid to just turn around in the squat rack and stare at everybody else. And then odds are they're not going to keep staring at you. It's worked for me almost every single time. The other thing is you pay for your membership just like everybody else does. There is no reason that you cannot use certain equipment just because you feel less skilled at using it. So if a squat rack is open and you want to practice stuff in the squat rack, take that squat rack. If somebody comes up and says like, how many more sets do you have? Just confidently tell them like, I've got three more sets or I'm almost done, you know, different things like that. But again, do not rush yourself and do not take less time on that equipment just because somebody is trying to push you out of there. On the opposite end, if somebody feels like they're just kind of hogging a piece of equipment or they're doing the thing where they use it and sit on their phone in between, I highly encourage you to exercise inner queen energy and just ask them, Hey, I noticed you've been having longer rest periods in between sets. Do you mind me working in or are you going to be done soon so I can use this machine after you? Come at it very conversational, not confrontational. Don't be like, hey, are you done yet? Please do not passive aggressively stare and stand there. That almost never works. It, It tends to make people camp out longer and it's just like not an effective way to use your time at the gym. You have somewhere to be. You've got stuff to do. Just be straightforward. Bite the bullet. Ask the person. Like lightly tap them on the shoulder if they're not looking at. Usually people will see you walking up towards them. Do the like, if they've got headphones in, do the like, can you take out your headphone kind of gesture. You know, whatever works. But just be straightforward. Do not be shy. It's very normal gym etiquette to say, how many more sets do you have? Or can I work in? If somebody doesn't, like respond properly to that, then that's their own issue. Hopefully they don't do that though. It's pretty rare that people are kind of jerks once you kind of ask the proper way. People are more jerks when you passive aggressively stare at them or huff and puff or, you know, things like that. So just be straightforward. And if a guy just tries to come up and take your stuff or is kind of annoyingly asking you or doing the passive aggressive thing of like staring at you and are you done yet kind of face. You can also just say, I still have a few sets on this. If you're trying to work in, I'm going to be done at this amount of time. Something like that is effective, especially if they're just kind of like standing there staring and stressing you out. Like you have every right to be on that machine. They do too, but they get to wait their turn. Like Pretty much a rule of thumb is like don't hog a piece of equipment for really longer than like maybe 
six to 10 minutes max. If it's like a squat rack or something like that, that requires heavier lifting with longer rest periods. If you're on like a cable machine, you can totally do an entire workout, like camping out on one cable attachment. Sometimes that might be the most effective way if the whole gym is really busy, but at the same time, sharing is better because again, everybody came there to use the equipment together, but at the same time, don't feel like you need to rush off of something just because somebody looks like they're trying to take it. Okay. Okay. My last piece of advice is, um, if you feel like you're looking funny doing an exercise or you're not really sure about it, um, because people are kind of looking at you and sometimes some of us are more prone to it than others that we start believing that we kind of like make up thoughts that we assume those people are thinking. Most often than not, people aren't thinking about you at all. A lot of the times somebody could be looking at you and being like, wow, her eyes are really pretty. And you're thinking that they're thinking, wow, she's doing her deadlifts completely wrong. Don't hyper-focus on assuming other people are thinking of you. It's almost always better just to believe that like, Nobody's paying attention to you at all. And if they are, maybe just try thinking of like, oh, maybe they are thinking something nice about me. (laughs) You have a lot less to lose by thinking that way and just focusing, staying in your lane, doing your own workout than like externalizing and thinking that everybody around you is judging your workouts. Okay. And keep working on your confidence with your form. Ask for help if you need help with things. Those are all better ways to ease that anxiety because it doesn't matter what other people might think of you. Because again, the other thing I like to tell a lot of my clients is it's not about how you look in the gym or while you're working out. It's how you look outside of the gym. And in my honest opinion, you're not really going to find the love of your life in the gym most often than not. (laughs) And not in a way that's judgy at all. But I know a lot of people kind of um, feel self-conscious about whether or not some guy they have their gym crush. Like we all have had a gym crush. Maybe we have multiple gym crushes, but ultimately if they are judging you by your form or how you look or whatever, they're not a good quality partner. So it shouldn't matter anyways. That's kind of how I always rationalize things is if somebody can't take you at your sweaty workouty self where you're trying to better yourself, they're not the right person for you anyways. So you should just block out the haters while you're at the gym and mostly a lot of the guys that are like super hot at the gym. I've kind of like not necessarily found them to have a lot of substance. That's a generalization. So take that with it what you want. But at the same time, if that gives you any ease of mind of constant concern of other people looking at you and judging you, they are probably just judging you because they judge themselves even harder. So another one of my top tips is For anybody who kind of piggybacking off that last conversation about how to approach people when they're hogging a machine, so to speak, or if they're just using it and you kind of want to work in because you're on a tighter schedule, whatever your reason is, two different things are important. Should you get into sort of a verbal altercation with somebody, it's really important for you to try to keep your cool. This is a silly place to get in a mean degrading of the other person kind of argument. A lot of times people in the gym are already aesthetically focused while they're there. So if you say something mean to them or call them a nickname, that's offensive during this time, you're going to really regret it. It's not worth it. A lot of times people are at the gym for various reasons. And a lot of it being that they're working out stress for situations in their life 
and or just trying to distract themselves from these situations in life. So a lot of times people come to the gym on defense always, and they're going to attempt offense when they're asking for a machine or a cable attachment, et cetera. And you really want to be that person that doesn't necessarily continue that energy for them, in my opinion, even though it's so hard, especially if somebody says something mean to you or kind of gives you a generalization. This happened to one of my friends recently, and she did the right thing of going to the women's locker room and sitting in the sauna for a second to kind of like take some space and breathe because it feels like a personal attack. Like this person came up and was like, are you going to be done yet? You're just sitting on your phone. And she was in a rest period and she was checking her work email. Like these are normal things that happen. And yes, it could irritate somebody who's there. But at the same time, it's like, well, you could just kindly ask me, like, can I work in? How many more sets do you have? You know, you don't have to be all sassy passive aggressive, and then walk away saying out loud, these kids are like always on their phones, save that for somewhere else, you know, things like that. And you might feel like, wow, they're just putting me in this box with everybody else like she did. But just kind of responding and being like, I have one more set, I'll be done soon. It's okay. Or sure, you can work in, you know, and then if you need to clear your head and kind of calm down, go to the locker room, sit and chill out for a second, maybe watch a funny video or go do some deep breathing in the sauna or something like that, or in a bathroom stall, whatever. I mean, maybe don't deep breathe in a bathroom stall, but still you get my point. You might just need to take some space, but don't ever use that as a reason to leave the gym. A lot of people will get pissed off. They'll feel like they were personally attacked and they'll completely leave the gym and um, shorten their workout just for somebody who's putting out bad energy. So again, Hold space for yourself. Make sure you take the time to keep yourself centered on your energy. People are going to try to take you out of that centeredness. And it's really important to not let it. Okay, so those are some of my most top tips for uh, being a female in the gym or just being a person in the gym, kind of going in there for a new fitness goal or continuing a fitness goal, coming back to a fitness goal, etc., I hope those are helpful for you and kind of help you kind of reframe some of the ways that you think about the gym and equipment and communication with other people at the gym, because it's its own animal house, honestly. And it's sometimes really quiet. Nobody else goes there and you have got the perfect gym for yourself, or it's really busy and it's full of really odd interactions and (laughs) things like that. Oh, I would add Do not take form advice by just looking around the gym and seeing who looks the fittest and how they do or what they're doing. Go to a fitness professional or at least go onto like bodybuilding.com where they have fitness professionals professionally filming and recording proper form for most of the exercises. So please go there first. Do not look at other people in the gym because you'll see people doing lat pull downs behind their head. You should never be doing it that way, in my opinion. So I hope all that was helpful for you guys and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of Rebel Wellness. If you loved what you heard and you are ready to take your wellness journey to the next level, Follow me on Instagram at Coach by Kales for daily nuggets of health and fitness wisdom. We release new episodes weekly on Sundays, so be sure to click that subscribe button so you never miss an update. As always, lean into your strength, walk with confidence, and celebrate your nourishment. We'll catch you next Sunday on Rebel Wellness.